Hey, Boker Tov. Today's stop is Daf Ayin Hey, Babakama 75. And we took up about 10 lines down on Ayin Hey, two dots. And we're in the middle of a debate of Rob and Shmuel, whether when a person admits to a Knaf, whether that um, actually exempts them, even if witnesses come after, that an admission gets you a total exemption. Um, you know, one way of thinking about that is a Knaf is a penalty because of the bad thing that you did. So if you're come clean, then uh, maybe, you know, you're not deserving of the penalty or maybe we're trying to get you to come clean. Um, it's, um, what, whatever the explanation is, the class is an exemption. That's Rob's position. And Shmuel's position is, no, actually not class, it's an exemption. Hoda uh, is an exemption. When you admit to doing it, that gives you an exemption, even if witnesses come after. That's Rob's position. And Shmuel's position is, um, no, Hoda does, doesn't obligate you, but it does not exempt you. What about the task of the if witnesses come afterwards or not? Okay, so now we're going to continue with that debate. Um, at the two dots, nine lines, about ten lines down, so I and him. It might. What about the task of If you admitted to a class and then witnesses came, Ravam or Pata, you're exempt, even though the witnesses now um, have the evidence, your admission exempts you. Um, no, your admission didn't obligate you, um, and that's different, again, we should say, from Knaf the Mammon. If I say I borrowed $100, that obligates me. But Knaf is something that's imposed by Basin. So it's not admitting to an existing obligation. Um, it's admitting to an act, but Basin has to impose the obligation. So admission does not obligate you, but it also does not give you an exemption. Um, I'm My time is a What's the reason of that? I'm, I'm going to say it's based on a passage. So... This is a pasuk by uh, somebody who claims that um, somebody who is watching an object and he uh, takes, uh, and he claims that it was stolen and um, or actually burglared and uh, he's found lying. So then you treat him like a ganav and he pays case. If it's found in his hands, he has to pay case. Okay, so that's how we know the idea of that. Kefel, and we're going to also learn from this process that it's not his own admission, it's only, again, this Knaf of Kefel is only through Aiden. In he might say, if it is found to be in his hands, the Aiden, meaning if he didn't admit it, but it was discovered through witnesses, he might say, but the young, if witnesses identified that he stole it, then the young can make him pay Kefel. But on his own admission, they can't make him pay Kefel. Prat Lamarchi and Atmo, that excludes the case of your own admission, will not lead to an obligation of Kefel. So now, um, uh, so, so now, Rav uh, uh, Lai says, Lamali, why do I need a pasuk to exempt you for knaf by your own admission? May I share your shiur nafka? The pasuk that says, those that the judges, I share your shiur it has to be imposed by the judges. Knaf is something that it requires an imposition by the judges and being found to be a Russia, and that's through other people testifying against you. So why do we need it to say it twice? So you need it twice. Once tells you your own admission doesn't obligate you, and the second time tells you your own admission actually exempts you. But Shmuel would say back, you know, what? I think that it does not exempt you. Why does it have to tell me twice this idea that your admission doesn't obligate you? So Halumi, by the way, we got an ox, no. Because the Pasuk is talking about throwing tiny skies. Somebody who was a shomer watched an object and claimed it was burgled. But how do I know that the same Allah applies to the Ghanav? Maybe you throw a stricter by a Ghanav, and even if you admit you're going to, you know, you're, you're, you can obligate yourself 
So it says it twice, the idea that your ignition doesn't obligate you, one for towing kindness ganav, one for an actual ganav, but we do not learn from that that it actually exists. Okay, and that can be found in the way that's what we talked earlier in the name of basic. Okay, so you can't prove it from the point. Eitzir Abishmuel, Rav asks Shmuel the following, based on the point. Rav eating from a machine boy. Is that a break? Somebody saw the witnesses that were, you know, getting ready to come to court. You know, so the guy actually saw the witnesses hailing a taxi, take us to the courthouse, and, you know, and they were going to come testify that this guy, and he knew they were going to testify that, that he had uh, burglared this item. But Amar, so he beats him to court, and he says, Yanansi, uh, I admit it, I, I was a Ghanan. But I did not actually do Tzichomachira, but I do admit that I was a Ghanan. And then the witnesses come and they actually say, with a gun of any disease. You only play the, pro- the principle. Why? Because since he did mission, got him out of Kefel, even though he denied the Tzich and Mechira, and the witnesses testify to that, but once you're not going to pay Kefel, you can't pay the foreign side because the, removing the extra Kefel payment from it would knock it down to three and four, and the Torah only obligates four and five. That's the chiddush of the bright of it. Once he got himself out of the expert case payment, then even though there's testimony against him and there was no admission by the Tzichamachira, he's still going to get off. But the question is, okay, or the proof is, it sounds like the witnesses came and testified to the Tzichamachira, and still his admission gets him off. That seems to be a direct proof to Rob that Motivatav Kachat spoke eight and nine. So Amar so Shmuel could say back to him, He says, no, 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 no. The case here is, is that because he beat them to the court, they took the taxi back. Ah, forget it, he already admitted. And then they didn't come and testify against him. So actually, the case is not a case that the witnesses testified, but because he admitted, he gets off. The case was because he admitted the witnesses didn't bother to testify. Now, obviously, that does not sound like that at all, but that's how he's claiming it. And nevertheless, there's a chiddush, because other witnesses say, but once he got himself off the case, doesn't mean anything. Okay, but no, it is not a case that the witnesses of the Geneva came, and that's why he doesn't pay capel, not because he's exempt, but because nobody was in the So the Gemara does not like it. The Hamidikan is safe at the end of this price, he teaches Rebbe Leazar Reb Shimon Omer that Rebbe Leazar Reb Shimon says, Yavo Eidim via He says, on that case, even though the guy came and beat them to Basin and said, I did it, he says, who cares? Let the witnesses come and they'll be Machayat and Kefel even with his admission. Okay, so that's what Rebbe Leazar Reb Shimon says. So it sounds like the Tanakhama would say, it, it won't help. So Michlal, that's the guess. The Tanakhama Sabbath, low, the Tanakhama Sabbath, low, the Tanakhama says, no, it won't help with the witnesses. Once he admitted, the witnesses won't help. And Rabbi Leather from Kimmon says, no, the witnesses will help. So it sounds very much that the Tanakhama says, Modi Biknat is Bachrach Boedin is Pater. And Rabbi Leather from Shimon is saying, Chayev, and they're debating whether the witnesses should bother to come or not. So Amalek Shmuel, so Shmuel can say back to you, Okay, I, I acknowledge it. The Tanakama, who says, don't bother coming, he holds that the mode of class is an exemption. And witnesses can't obligate. But at least I have Rebbe Lezer I side with Rebbe Lezer Rebbe Lezer says, even with your admission, let the witnesses come and they'll obligate it. 
So when you say ganavti, because the coming with your ganavti, yes, it normally comes with kefir, but you're also admitting to a principle, that's a real admission. Again, either because conceptually an admission means that you're obligating yourself from something, you really are bringing some type of, you know, obligation on you, you're losing something from it, that's a real admission. Um, or because the, you earn an exemption, um, be, um, you know, or will give you an exemption in order to get you to at least restore the principle, to create, to create an incentive. That makes sense. Obligating yourself in the Karen, that's when you get an exemption, even if it's just come. I'm a Loganoth, because the guy denied being a guy. Ubo aims a gun And then witnesses came that he did steal. And then he said, oh, okay, fine. He proved me that I stole five. By the way, I want to admit that I also did steal from the Shina. Not because he saw witnesses were about to come, but that he just admitted it. Okay? Maybe he wasn't even trying to preempt witnesses. Nevertheless, he says, in that case, the witnesses do come and say that he did steal from the In that case, kind of. Your admission, even if it was sincerely motivated, is not going to be an exemption. Because the admission to Tzvicha and Mesira, once there's already evidence of Geneva, you are not obligating yourself to anything. You are just getting yourself off the hook. There is no obligation of Mammon there. It's all Knas, as opposed to Kefa, which is Mammon plus Knas. The principle is Mammon. Here that it's all Knas, your admission is not getting you off the hook. But which, excuse me, your admission is only getting you off the hook. And even if it's sincerely motivated, that's not an admission. Admission has to come with obligating yourself in something. Okay, that he is in that case fully exempting himself, and he, there is nothing that he is obligating himself. That is not something that earns you an exemption. Okay, so we had a debate whether you get your exemption according to Rav, the debate of tonight maybe, if you're being motivated to, to beat the aid into it. And now a different debate, you know, not necessarily about motive, but is it considered an exemption or a different claim that it wouldn't be considered worthy of an exemption for Rav if you didn't obligate yourself in some principle. So, that's the claim of Rav Hamduna. Um, I'm a Rav, said Rav. Kapakti was Sabi de Rav. I have shown up with, um, the elders of the house of Rav, meaning Rav Hamduna, and he's making this claim about Rav's position. The Ha, Rav because Rav Hamduna, Poter Atmi Kulhave, Yesterday's staff, remember, Rabbi Gamliel said, oh, I blinded my, uh, the, you know, the eye of Kevi, my servant. And we had a whole discussion whether that admission, you know, exempted him or just didn't obligate him. And when somebody actually, the class of an Emmet, if somebody says, I blinded the eye, he's not obligating himself in anything. That's all knas. The seeing of the evidence, all conceived of is knas. There's no principle, there's no mummon that you're, that that admission obligates you in. Okay? It also requires adim and it's also knas. So in that case, um, in that case, he was, you know, exempting himself from everything. There was nothing he was obligating himself in. Um, it was all knas. The commonly Rafiza Ravuna. And Rafiza challenged Ravuna and he said, ah, you see, this sounds like if witnesses were going to come, because he said, oh, you know, it doesn't matter because there's already aiding. And that was used as a proof that if, because, excuse me, because there aren't aiding. So that discussion with Ramon Leo there and Ablezer was used as a proof that were there aiding, you would be high. That, remember, that was the proof. And then there was all, why, you see, admission isn't an exemption, because it sounds like if they're aiding, you'd be high. And it goes, oh, it was outside of Basin. It wasn't an admission because it wasn't in the presence of a Basin, etc. So he says, there was a better answer, according to you, Rav Hanuna. He says, 
um, uh, and why didn't it give your answer, Rav Hanuna? Why didn't he say, okay, in that case, it did not earn you an exemption. Forget in-basin or out-of-basin, because you weren't obligating yourself in a principle. So since that text of Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer and about Tevi, his servant, and so on, was all in a whole discussion about whether your admission exempts you or just doesn't obligate you, it sounds like the principle of Rav, because they were debating the position of Rav, that Rav's position is, does not matter whether you're obligating yourself in some principle or not. That Rav's position actually is even if you're fully exempting yourself, like the case of the servant, that could still serve as an exemption. Okay, you do not need Chiyav Atma Bekeren for your Hoda to be exempt you if witnesses were to come later. Okay, um... Itma, Nami, was also taught, I'm Rabbi Chibar Ava, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Genafti, you buy it into Ganav, Pater, if the guy says, I saw, when this is came, then you're exempt, so a Chivat because that's a type of admission that's an exemption, because you're at least obligating yourself on a principle. Aval Amar lo Ganav, you buy it into Ganav, because of Ramatabaki, Macharti, you buy it into Kabaku Machar, so if you said, I didn't steal, and then witnesses said that you burgled, and you do, and said that you did, so, okay, now you're Chayef Kefal, and then you say, you know, I, I did, I shechted it or sold it. So in that case, that case, if the witnesses come after you admitted to Tzvich and your, your admission won't give you an exemption. Why not? Because in that case, you are exempting yourself from everything, you're not obligating yourself on anything. That is not an admission that functions as an exemption. So even though, you know, Rava said, ah, from the way we discussed the case before about Pevi, it sounds like Rav doesn't distinguish, and maybe that's true, maybe Rav doesn't distinguish between whether you're obligating yourself on principle or not, but at least here we have a statement of Rabbi Yochanan, this idea is a very live idea. But the way to sort of split the, the, the difference between Rav and Shmuel is to say an admission that obligates you in principle, that will get, that will get an exemption. An admission uh, in, 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 in the principle, P-A-L, oh no, whatever. In, anyway, in the care. Um, whereas an admission that only exempts you, that only, that doesn't obligate you in anything, that only relates to a knas, that doesn't serve as an exemption. Okay, so that's what Yochanan's position, even if it isn't Rob's position, to distinguish between a, a real admission that comes with an obligation, that's an exemption. One that doesn't come with an obligation, um, that does not warrant an exemption. Okay. Um, so a mission of Brisa, we also, Deacon is like by a close textual read, can infer this difference between an admission with an obligation and admission that doesn't come with an obligation. Okay, Masnis in our Mishnah did not, and going back to what we said earlier, what we talked before, somebody who stole with two witnesses and then he shafted based on one witness, or there's no admission. You pay Kesel because we are witnesses, but you don't pay four and five. That was your admission. Why did it have to say, give the case that the Gneva was with witnesses and the Tzvich of the was your own admission? Why did it give all the examples? If you admitted to the Gneva, you're only going to pay Karen. If you, and not Kefal, if you admitted to the Tzvich and Mechira, they're not going to pay four and five. 
Why didn't, if it was trying to say your admission doesn't obligate you or exempts you, why did it only give the example by Tzich and Mechira about your admission? Why didn't it also talk about an admission by the Geneva? Um, so, Ella, top of Ayin Hamid Bet, Ella La, HaKamashwan, this is what it's teaching me. Ganavar Pishnayim, V'tavach HaPiyein Echad, O'Pi Atmo, Hudulo Mechai Vatmo, Hudulo Mechai Vatmo, the character. Daminan, that so it's in that case when it's um, when the word who was throwing me off, but the boss and Rashi take out that word. So let's use that again. In the case where there's witnesses to the Geneva, but the um, admission of uh, of Tzicha Mechira is based on your own testimony or one witness. The and that's the case where your admission is not obligating yourself on the principle. That's the case that it's only on the Tzicha Mechira. Remember this from like two days ago, or a day ago, that the that that. The Gemara said that there's a deal that it sounds like your admission is like the admission of an Eid Echad, because it gave them as parallel cases in Mishnah. What's the point? If it's a P Eid Echad, clearly that's not an exemption. It's just not enough to obligate you. But if witnesses were to come afterwards, you would be obligated. So similarly, the Gemara said, it sounds like from the Mishnah that also your own admission is not enough to obligate you, but it's not an exemption. Same way, one witness is not an exemption. Your own admission is not an exemption. And if witnesses were to come later, it would obligate you. Great. So we made a deal in the mission. This is a deal we made the other day. That it sounds like your own admission does not obligate you, but also does not exempt you, just like Eidechad. And now what the Gemara is saying is, and that's why it only spoke about it in the case of Tzvich and Mechira. Because by Tzvich and Mechira, where you're not Chivat Zmobekeren, that's where we're teaching that your admission doesn't obligate but also doesn't exempt. That's when Alpi Atmo is similar to Alpi Echad, when it's about something that is not obligating yourself at anything. Okay? That's where you don't get an exemption, and if witnesses come after you, you'd be fine. But if it was about the Kaneva, where you do obligate yourself in the Karen, then you even get the exemption. Okay, let's read that in sta- in, inside. Do me the al-piyedechad. Ma al-piyedechad. The same way when it's one witness. Ki al-piyedechad mitzvah that day. When another witness comes to join with him, mechayiv yibichayiv. So meaning al-piyedechad doesn't obligate you, but also, you know, also doesn't give you an exemption. So the implication in the mission is al-piyat monami. The same is true by your own admission. Ki al-piyedechad mitzvah that your own admission doesn't exempt you. And if witnesses come, you'd be high. That's the implication of the Mishnah. That your own admission isn't an exemption. And that's why the Mishnah made a point of teaching it only by Tzvich and Mechira. Because by Tzvich and Mechira, your admission isn't an exemption because you're not obligating yourself in anything. But if you actually admitted to the Kneva by yourself, and in that case, you are obligating yourself. We would not have said that your own admission is like Eidechad. We would have said that in that case, your own admission actually earns you an exemption. Okay, so that's a very nice deal. If you remember when we first read the Mishnah, the Gemara first read the Mishnah, it said, it said, it sounds like that the Mishnah is telling me because Eidechad, it sounds like your own admission is, does not earn you an exemption. And here the Gemara is saying, yes, it does sound like that, 
but that does not mean Shmuel, it actually means Rabbi Yosanan, because it does not mean it never earns you an exemption, it means it never earns you an exemption when you're admitting to Tzvich and Mechira, when there's no, when you're not obligating yourself. That's why the Mishnah said it only by Tzvich and Mechira. But if you fed B'nai Gnasi and you obligated yourself, then actually it would earn you an exemption. Okay, so we're going to stop here, even though there's a lot of doc left to do, because um, if you haven't figured this out yet, um, this is most of the doc years from seven years ago, but now I'm also recording to make up the missing docs for Shabbos. And um, the upcoming doc, if you take a quick peek ahead, and Ayn Zion is extremely tiny, there's one line of Gemara, so we actually have the rest recorded, so we will be covering the rest of Ayin Hay and Ayin Vav uh, uh, tomorrow, and then uh, we'll be all caught up by the day after. Okay, so we're going to stop here and to be continued tomorrow.